Sound of me. Semiconductor. Sound and you. We make sound films which we've been making for about the past seven or eight years. Um, and in these, uh, we use sound and image together. And we use the sound as a narrative. So there's, there's kind of like having a visual journey through, through a landscape. And the sound actually helps carry you through the space. So we're using sound as a narrative in that way. Um, and, and mostly using sounds which are sort of from the fabric of our environment. So they're a cross between man-made and natural sounds. So in earthquake films, it's like the, the synopsis for this is songlines sung by an earthquake. Now, I was always into sound, into music and visual art as a kid, and, but I always wanted to be a visual artist. But um, I, I realised um, when I started practising art that I could also work with sound in the same way. Um, so eventually I almost stopped doing visual art for a while and I just concentrated on sound. And then slowly I got back into making visual art um, again and, and now um, we work together and we work with the two simultaneously. Sound creation into a visual culture. We were very involved in an electronic music scene that was based in London um, and we were very interested in how electronic music had started becoming, sort of list, people went to listen to the music rather than it being just dance culture. So it became... We, we started noticing that people were bringing sort of the sound and the art together sort of in club spaces. Um, and our response to this was to work with visual ideas and sound ideas. Um, and so although we, we knew mainly musicians at this time, this kind of became a very natural process for us to actually be bringing these two, two together. Um, and because we were working with the computer... Um, you know, the history of computer has always kind of afforded bringing these two sorts of information together, the visual uh, and the audible, um, with lots of sort of early filmmakers in the sort of 60s who were working with sound and image. So really it was a continuation of that sort of process, the way that you can really fuse the sound and image together so they almost become the same thing. Sound and presentation spaces. Because we make sound films, our work get shown in many different spaces we also perform our films sometimes so often we we show our work in music venues uh, alongside um, live music so that in, like some there'll be a band before us and then we'll show a film um, and and this is a quite an unusual sort of space to show films normally people show um, visuals alongside music in this sort of space and so it's when they see the sound and the image working together, it has quite a different effect. Um, and, you know, people are always quite taken aback by it. And it's part of our strategy to actually challenge the, the VJ culture of, of, um, of the dance music world. And, and also, um, so we show off our work in cinemas quite often. And this is one of the best spaces to actually present um, sound in general, it, it, they nearly always have amazing sound systems and it's really comfortable and you can sit there and listen and just concentrate on, on the sound. So it's ideal for our work. Mm. And then, um, and, and galleries, sometimes we, we show our work, but it's, it's quite difficult because um, it, unless everything in the exhibition is the sound work, then it's probably 
probably going to disturb whatever's in the you know in the space next to it. Mm. And so it's usually quite unusual that um, a sound exhibition and a sound art gallery can actually work. Sound and market. The sound market and and the music market are, are quite separate, really. Um, if, if the more music like the sound is, then the more it will sell. If, if it's just raw sound, it's very hard to actually find a market for it. Um, and but but our films have, um, you know, are on a completely different level. Um, we we produced one of the first artist um, produced DVDs back in um, 2002, so that we could actually get our films and our sound art out into um, the music market and and to try to find a way to distribute them beyond just people seeing them in cinemas and it was quite early days so there, there wasn't much interest in, in it then but but um, now that um, people are buying them like hotcakes really and and it's uh, picked up a lot so um, it's it's interesting way of, of releasing work sound and experimentation and there's a, a distinction a slight distinction between experimental music and, and sound but it doesn't really matter so much anymore, and but and our focus really um, is is on the on the visual side of, of sound. So in a way, we're being experimental with sound just from working with it in a, in a visual way. Um, and the way we approach the sound um, experimentally is is thinking about it in a in a soundscape way, in in a spatial way, where um, we create landscapes with sound and landscapes with the image. Um, and and this is. Um, just the, the way we approach the work. Mm. Yeah, because as an artist, you can work work on the whole thing. As we're working on the computer, it's the same technology. So we're working with sound in quite a visual way. When we're actually making the sound, it kind of has the same process as the way we work visual information. Sound as a guideline, as an image generator. The traditional way of thinking about sound and image, um, and as a, as to produce the image, is is through choreography and. It's the, the kind of Walt Disney way of, of looking at it, um, that he established the kind of ideas in Fantasia, and it's the way um, music videos are just have everyone dancing in time and you cut everything in time. And one of the ways that we're always trying to actually challenge this um, is by thinking of ways that sound and image can physically connect. And so in the computer we can we find processes and we find ideas which can establish connections beyond just sim simple timing, just things happening on the beat. Um, so we actually transfer the data from the sound data to image and back and we, we find processes where um, you can actually deal with the sound and image in the same way so that using something like noise reduction, which is a process in sound to clean it up, you can also use noise reduction in image to clean it up. Um, it, uh, mainly the reason people do that is to sterilise the work to sterilise image and sound and in a way we can turn that on its head and actually make it produce stuff and so there's, there's many different approaches that we can look at now with the new world of computers to actually think of um, working with sound and image in a completely different way than this, just the traditional notions. We use noise as sound. We, we use the, the natural noise of our environment and man-made noise. So when we work with sound, we're working with... Um, we start working with the computer and start working with white noise. So for us, 
the source of all sound is noise.